Welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Show Podcast. My name is Adam. Uh, it's not Tom that you're hearing right now. It's it's me. Uh, is it me you're looking for? Uh, I'm here with my wife, Debbie. Uh, yay, hi. And uh, we are here today to talk about our experience being... Tree Spirits in the uh, two-player version of Kadama called Kadama Duo. I really think it's Kadama. Just throwing that out there. Uh, is this a potato-potato thing that we're about to get into? Maybe. Oh, well, fair enough. Kadama just sounds so, like, hard. Leviosa. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get sued by J.K. Rowling for that or something. Oh, dear. Um, well, we don't have anything for you to sue for. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. She won't She won't really get anything. Um, Kodama it. Duo is the two-player version of, like we said before, Kodama the Tree Spirits. Um, and one cool thing about Kodama Duo is that it also acts as a sixth-player expansion. Which I, th- I think is actually kind of neat. This is the first time I've, uh, at least in my memory, that we've come across a game that is a a two-player standalone game, but also comes as a uh, as a as an expansion. I think that's I think that's actually quite uh, that's good use of product. It's just good use of product in my eyes. Yeah, super smart. It makes it kind of worth it. On, like, that double level, right? Yeah, twofold, oh, for sure, I'd say advantage. so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you have the box with you? Oh, I sure do. Uh, do you feel like mm. um, reading? Is there anything on the back, or is it just pictures? Or I, I don't know, I'm sure there's something on the back. I think... I think every board game has text on the back. Am I wrong? Well, but I mean, there's a varying amount of text. Like, it goes everywhere from... From, like, a couple buzzwords to a a novel. (laughs) I feel like people get this, like, very extra experience when you and I do this together. Why? When we do our little date night episodes. Because they get a lot more, like, random, odd banter, tangential conversation pieces. Isn't that half the fun? Yes. Especially when I get to experience it with my husband. Well, and we're both drinking, so I mean, this is going to help it a lot, right? This just helps the creative juices flow. <laughs> yeah, but mine's, I, I don't think, nearly as good as yours. I'm just having a beer. It's, it's not that exciting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still a little on the outs on the idea of mint in tea. So like, Mint in lemonade? Cool. Mint in tea? Eh. Uh, okay, sorry. I, I mean, so so again, yeah. So I guess the the first thing is on this date night. Um, I'm I'm drinking uh, a, a really, you know, a, a really high end craft beer um, called <laughs> Budweiser. 
Uh, yeah, no, I'm having a Budweiser. It's lovely. Uh, what What are you drinking? I can't. You can't say things like that. Why? I don't know. Because I feel like it's bad. I have a Budweiser. I don't think there's I know. I feel like I feel like Tom's gonna slap our hands for talking about things like this. I'm just waiting for, you know, Budweiser to to pick us up as a sponsor or something. I I will <laughs> gladly talk about the cool, refreshing taste of Budweiser Lager. Um, Is it a lager? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. It's not just pee in a can. Hey, that's rude. This is not how you get sponsorships. All right, you don't slander the products. <laughs> Uh, I, I am drinking the fun to say, Hey y'all. Uh, and, and for anybody who's in the States, because it is a Canadian product. What is a Hey y'all? Oh, is it really? Yeah. It's out of Vancouver. I didn't realize. Oh, there you go. Well, first of all, it's called Hey y'all. And I honestly thought, isn't that more American than Canadian? Nonetheless. Uh, I guess it's kind of cowboy. It is a, it's a nice tea. A spiked iced tea. No, it's just a friendly, warm hug of an iced tea. You shouldn't be that. That's not ice. It, you, you're talking. We're talking contradiction here. If we're going from, uh, if we're talking about warm iced tea, like think about that. For no, a no, second. no, no. It's like a warm hug. Oh. Inside the iced tea. Gotcha. It like envelops you. It's a warm hug iced tea. Gotcha. All right. All right. And it's called a hey y'all. That's good. It's just very redneck. Uh, but that's okay because they're uh, they're they're good. Okay. What? A, just, See, I'm not allowed to say things. Just all right. Try, all try right. not to like bash on every single uh, you know archetype, so we can just lose any any fan base that we're growing here. Wow. Rudy pants. <laughs> all right. I actually have, I happen to have both boxes. I have Kadama Duo and Kadama with me. Uh, I think Kadama and, Duo is, is probably sufficient. In, no, I know. I'm just episode. saying, I'm just saying. Oh, but there's a pun. There's a pun on the Kadama box. Okay. Uh, Kadama Duo. It's a brand new year in the forest of Kadama. Two new caretakers have a friendly competition over who can grow their saplings into verdant homes for the tree spirits. Kadama Duo is a two-player version of the of Kadama the Tree Spirits. You will grow a tree by placing branch cards in clever arrangements, making a happy home for your Kadama. Some cards and components from Kadama Duo can also be used to make room for an additional player in Kadama the Tree Spirits. Now I'm going to read you Kadama the Tree Spirits because it has a it has this cute little yeah you'll see uh huh the forest is growing fast as caretakers for Kadama the Tree Spirits you must keep the forest a healthy lush home for your little friends grow your tree by placing cards in clever arrangements being careful to leave room for future growth over three seasons you must cultivate trees with the right mix of flowers insects and branch arrangements to make your Kadama as happy as possible. With beautiful art and innovative mechanics, Kadama is an intriguing game for the whole family. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Intriguing. Intriguing. No. Yeah. Okay. Got it? Are, are, are you with me? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Okay. I'm just <laughs> I'm making sure, okay? Yeah, yeah. So the, the game of Kadama Duo 
is played they're the same. I mean, reality is they're the same. Yeah, it's, it's played very similar. So if you if you played Kadama, you've I mean you've you've played most of Kadama Duo. Um, the difference, of course, is that there's only two players. So the way that Kadama Duo works is you um, you obviously randomly select a tree trunk, of which there are two, and then you shuffle up three different piles individually. So there's a a spring decree pile, a summer decree pile, and a fall decree pile. You play this game over three seasons, of course, um, and you decide who is going to be the first player. Um, the first player takes the splitter uh, token, and then the other player takes the chooser token. So this is implementing a I split you choose um, game element, which is similar to stuff like New York Slice, uh, if you're familiar with that game. So what's going to happen is... Um, wait, wait. Hmm? Have you played New York Slice? Yeah. When and where? Played a Falcon. It's pretty quick. It's just a. It's it, just like the cake. I can't remember the cake version of it. There's one that's like a cake, and you one person splits the cake, and the other person chooses which piece of cake. I can't remember. New York Slice is the is the more modern version that always comes to mind okay. because it's all about pizza. I f- feel like you've cheated on me with board games. Rude. I know. Okay, sorry. Keep going. That's all good. So you're gonna you're gonna set up some decree cards and select one decree card for each season: spring, summer, and fall. Um, you, these decree cards are going to set unique conditions for each one of those seasons. So at the start of the season, you flip it over and it'll say something like during this season, um, all, I don't know, all spirit animals or spirit tokens are worth double or something like that. Or you can take two spirit tokens. Anyways, it'll all make sense soon. Um, also you, you, each person has four Kadama cards, in their hand, so the Kadama cards will be scored at the end, uh, although you will have four of them, but you will only use three of them during the game, which adds for another level of complexity and decision-making and all that sort of stuff. Once you flip over your decree, you're going to go into the growing phase. So during the growing phase, players are going to take turns revealing branch cards, and the splitter will take three branch cards and split them into two piles. Uh, each pile must contain a minimum of one branch card. Then the chooser will choose which pile they want. Now, they can either choose the pile that has one card in it or the pile that has two cards in it. If they choose the pile that has one card, that means that the splitter takes the pile with two cards. The splitter then takes one of those two cards and adds them to their uh, Kadama tree. So then the player that only has the 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 player that only has the one card obviously adds that to their Kadama tree. And when you're adding them to your Kadama tree, you're actually physically covering up like a very small section of your trunk tree. There's a whole bunch of rules that come into play with that. Like your cards can't your cards must be connected kind of logically. Uh, your trees you make it sound very complex. Yeah, your your tree branches cannot grow lower than the base of your tree. Um, your tree branches cannot cover one other card cover up. Yeah. It can only cover up one card. It can't cover up multiples. Um, I think those are like the main ones that we ran into. Oh, it can never cover up a, 
uh, on these tree branch cards are little symbols, little like forest spirit symbols, which are these little forest spirits that are inhabiting that piece of tree. And you are not allowed to cover up the uh, the spirit symbol. So if you're the player who ends up with two cards as opposed to one, the second card, the one that you do not place in your tree goes into the discard pile. And the player who only took one card then gets to take a tree spirit token from the from either the community bank, if you will, that's in the middle of the table or in they can take it off of the their opponent's tree and add it to their tree by covering up one of their existing tree spirit tokens and making it the other like the new token style so they can cover sorry they can cover up a, a tree spirit symbol with a token you cannot cover up a token with another token that's just that's against the rules it's not allowed right and the tree spirits are the the little dudes not the insects and stuff oh my mistake I mean, they're really cute. You are the tree spirit. That's right. You have to take your place on the throne. That's right. So you go back and forth um, until both until each player has added four four branches to their tree for that particular season. Uh, at the end of once you've added four pieces to your tree, you go into the Kadama phase. During the Kadama phase, each player is going to choose one of their one of those four Kadama cards that you've had in your hand since the beginning of the game, and you're going to score that. Um, once you score that Kadama, it is considered used up. It's out of the game. Uh, you cannot score it again. So the game will then last um, three seasons or 12 turns, and whoever, and whoever, I guess, takes care of their Kadama spirit the best will, wins? Huh? Yeah. I mean, you got to, like... You have to, like, decorate your tree, and it has to be, like, happy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got nothing. Sorry. Um, yeah, so the, the little the little um, pictures, like the little items that are on the tree branches are called features. So, it, so you get, uh, there's six different features that you can find on your tree, and there's also uh, one of each feature as a token. You wouldn't happen to be cheating by looking at the internet, would you? Well, if we're going to talk about a game, I'm definitely going to have the the page up on BoardGameGeek.com. Uh, BoardGameGeek.com, a great website for columns. finding all of your board game related needs. Uh, check it out. I think that anybody who's listening to this podcast is probably familiar with BoardGameGeek.com already, but there you go. You can't score more than 10 points. Oh yeah, when you Unless place a, a yes, when you when you place a tree cards. branch, ah, that's one thing we didn't talk about. When you place a when you place one of the tree branches, you start on that tree branch and you count back the number of identical symbols back to your tree trunk. So any symbol and it has to be in successive card order. So you can't if I have like four pieces of tree branch sp- spanning out this like really big long branch. Uh, and on the 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 fourth piece, like the most recent piece that I've placed has a caterpillar on it, then I will count that caterpillar back as long as there is caterpillars to count back. So I start on the fourth card. Okay, there's a caterpillar. I go to the third card. Okay, there's a caterpillar. Now I have two points, one for each caterpillar. I go to the second card. Oh, there's a caterpillar as well. Okay, 
Go to the first card. Oh, there's no caterpillar. Okay, I only get the three points for that. Then I repeat the process for the other symbols that are on the last card, where if you if it's on the fourth card, but it has nothing to match with on the third card in the in using this example, uh, you would score zero points for it. There is no there is no ability to score just a single point, and that particular point scoring option is capped at ten. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're me and you like to cheat. And don't do that. I mean, bad. I know. It wasn't intentional, like to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I swear. Uh huh. But it took me cheating to actually beat you. Like, let's be realistic. The second round, we both of us, you know, got our acts together and you absolutely whooped me. Oh. Like, no. You almost lapped me at one point on the. Point tracker. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my humble husband. Mm. Where did that come from? It's well, it, it just comes from the from the the enjoyment of playing Kadama duo. Really? Yeah, I I, I mean it's a it's just a it's a really distilled down version of Kadama. It plays very similar to Kadama and it's just faster. Like the first game obviously we were learning. I think the game took us maybe 45 minutes and then the second game yeah. took us about 25 minutes, but that's because yeah. we weren't reading the rule book. We already knew how to set up the game. Like I mean there's there's always like those oh first play jitters, I guess, and I mean it helps that both of us have played Kadama before um yes but still you, you know you kind of go a little slow to make sure you're not uh making any mistakes with the rules and and stuff like that yeah and there wow i just completely lost my train of thought uh to be fair when we were going through the uh rule i mean book it's not really a book but uh the little rule pamphlety thing uh, it, it's a little confusing, like the way that it's written. I mean, is that um, how you? Yeah, would... some of the wording is a little. I uh, I don't think who makes this. This is a uh, uh, indie. It's an indie game from Action Phase. Action Phase Games and indie boards and cards. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that there's some some definite funky English. It comes out of it like I, there's just some grammatical and 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 like language errors um which are which kind of struck me as weird so I, I think that i don't know if this just kind of like slipped through the cracks with the editor or if possibly you know it, it just it was like a translation issue if it came from a different um came from a a, a different a different language originally i don't know but it's it's good uh, it's it's not a you know it, it's nothing it's nothing too bad it's just gonna take you a little bit of time to the first couple times you read it you're gonna be like what what are they trying to say here yeah i mean we just in the end i think we just kind of popped on a quick five ten minute video to just make sure uh we knew what we were talking about uh and like i mean like you said we screwed it up the first time round, I think we almost always screw up our games the first time round. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's usually happen. like some kind of mistake that we 
we generally catch, but sometimes, again, the, the mistakes slip through the cracks. Yeah, I mean, you catch it on the third of four rounds. Yeah. It's always, you know, a good good time to catch it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I remember the first time. So the games are from, so the original Kadama is from 2016, I think. And the uh, Kadama Duo is part of a Kickstarter, and it is 2018. Yeah. So uh, I do remember, actually, the first time that we played the full game, uh, Kadama. We played it with Thomas. Mm -hmm. Surprise, surprise. Um, And I remember thinking it was honestly the cutest game ever. These little Kadama tree spirits are adorable. And if for no other reason, the art in this game is like a little piece of my heart. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know what it is. It's kind of this... It's kind of this mixture between like a uh, mm, almost seems like <sighs> what is what am I like what am I looking for kind of like domo right so like japanese ish chinese ish kind of cartooniness right uh same kind of shape as domo um and then these like weird like decrepit trees that are kind of uh, have these like very interesting like little twer- turns and and um, little kinks in them, and they're very. I mean, you if you were to look at these trees in any other situation, you'd probably think that they're from like you know some sort of creepy horror style game, but because they're like decorated with like these cute little caterpillars and stuff like that, it actually makes them quite adorable, and I love uh, that's. Kind of one of the, I think probably one of the biggest things that draws me to this game is the art. Um, and I've always, always kind of remembered that. I've, it's always been something kind of in the back of my mind is this, you know, this, this really adorable game that you just, I don't know, you, you make a tree. Why not? Right. Sure. Um, I don't remember, I don't remember if Kadama had the competition aspect, like the stealing. No, not, not so it. much. It's, um, the base game of Kadama is very kind of just stick to your own thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that's, and that's kind of, I, I like that aspect of Kadama duo. Like I like the fact that, you know, it's, uh, and I, while we were playing this, actually, we played this yesterday. Um, while we were playing it, I had actually mentioned to Adam that I, it feels like a, uh, and I don't mean this, rudely by any stretch of the imagination, but it feels like almost like a dumbed down version of Hannah Mikoji. So Hannah Mikoji is one of our other date night episodes. Uh, and it is a very, it's a game that's very much based on, can you predict, uh, or, you know, make a pot sweet enough that the person you're playing against is going to, you know, do what you want them to do basically. Uh, and this, Kadama Duo really does, you know, take a, a big piece of that aspect. They just don't make it as, um, I don't know, dire. Is that the way to do it? Like, I feel like when you're playing Hankoji, it's like, it's much more serious. Like, you're you're up the creek with every decision you make. Like, these are, you know, like, they're breakneck decisions. Whereas in this game, it's, you know, like... You you put the pot out there, right? So it's like Adam said, you have three cards. You have to put them in two piles. So there's two in one and one in the other. Um, if you can get the person to take uh, the 
two cards, that essentially means that you're going to get your card plus a plus a, a feature token. So you if you if you miss if you mess it up, it's not the end of the world. Like you're not going to lose the game over that one card. Whereas Hanamakoji is very like you really like you could lose the entire game in in one decision, unfortunately. Uh, so it's a little more like hardcore in your face. Um, and so I kind of like the idea that they've brought it into this game in, in a little softer, you know, it's like wrapped in a little blanket. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's it's definitely approachable. It's definitely um, it's, it's definitely more like it, it gives you that head to head aspect, which is nice without kind of bringing in the whole zero sum thing. <clears throat> yeah. Like it's it it doesn't it doesn't feel like oh you know I I I'm gonna make this play because not because it helps me but because it hinders you like I I never felt that way mm-hmm. no you definitely like you have to when you're looking at those cards the chances of of you looking at three cards and not being able to take advantage of at least one of those cards is pretty minimal right. So no matter what, you are always kind of balancing the idea of, you know, how how well will this card do for me? And if I can't get this card, kind of what's my what's my alternative? You know, you kind of have to give yourself second best. Make a plan for two of those cards because, you know, you're really hoping. I mean, I don't even think it's possible for you to not. Yeah. Yeah, you're always yeah. going to get one of the two that you want, right? For sure. Um, so you kind of have to figure out what you're looking for at the same time as that idea of I need to look at the person that I'm playing against to see, you know, is there like, am I going to give something away? And it's I, I did it a handful of times where I looked for what I wanted and I very stupidly put it in the two card pile and you know gave adam the very obvious what he probably was going to be looking for when probably what he wants in the single pile therefore i essentially just handed him not only the card he wanted but a token which (laughs) i mean you can't really blame anybody but yourself at that point right yeah oh for sure and that's i that's kind of the fun of this right like that's what i it's like you're not really you're not really going to head to head against the other person. You really are fighting against yourself in a sense. No, for you know, I, I agree with that. It's um it's good. It it's again, it's it's hard. This one's hard for me because like I when I play it, I want to compare it to Hanami Koji, which is my like my de facto go-to two-player game i love it i can play anime koji endlessly really um yeah it's so whenever i play a two-player game especially one that kind of is even has even has like a little bit of of relation to anime koji it's like oh man this game is so good but i could just be playing anime koji (laughs) and that's and that's tough but with that being said it is a it, it is a good game. It is it is fun and it is definitely if you're looking for something that's maybe a little bit lighter, 
um, then Hanami Koji is something that's that's not you know you're not going to want to sit that sit down and um, you're essentially doing statistics in your head when you're playing yeah. Hanami Koji yeah yeah like yeah. if you're it's, it's a thinker yeah yeah that's just it right like if you're not if you're not interested in in really yeah basically doing statistics on the fly um, then this is a this is a really good option yeah I feel like. Uh, when you like a, like a big notable difference, I think for the two kind of, as we're talking about it and as I'm thinking about it is when you win a game of Hanamikoji, you feel like you just climbed Mount Everest. It's a workout. You are like in your face, sucks to be you. I'm the best. And it's very, <laughs> very rewarding. Uh, you have to have a very good relationship with the person you're playing with for the record. So you don't offend them, but you know, like it's you feel like you accomplished something uh, when when you play a game of Hanamikoji. When you win at Kadama, I mean, it's enjoyable because you can the the Kadama cards at the end of each round can really like really propel you uh, quite a bit within the game. And so that kind of that whole idea of, you know, coming from behind or, uh, you know, when you're playing Kadama cards, that's the one time you actually have the ability to score more than 10 points. You can score your, you know, as as many as you can uh, at that point. And that that aspect of it is is quite fun. And but it's like it's definitely not nearly as rewarding. It's definitely much more like laid back and, you know, oh, ha ha you beat me or I beat you or whatever. Like it doesn't feel like, I don't know, I'm Einstein and you're, uh, I'm not going to pick another person because I'm sure I'll offend somebody in this world. Uh, (laughs) Not Einstein. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So like you just, you feel so smart and you feel like you've gotten one up on somebody, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a magic trick. You're like, waha. And now for my next trick, uh, <laughs> it just, it feels so good, but you have to put that energy into Hanamakoji, which you don't necessarily need to put nearly as much into Kadama. Kadama is much more of the like laid back, have a couple drinks and, you know, listen to music, watch TV. Like you really don't need to 100% pay attention to what's going on. Whereas Hanamakoji is like, Sure, you can have drinks while you're doing it, but you're going to be sitting there like silently. Yeah, you're kind of invested. This one was a lot more casual. We had a chance to, I don't know, kind of shoot the breeze. Yeah, it was good. Like, I, I had know, Bronx a- on my lap for a portion of it. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Bronx got to play. I mean, when is it not a good game when Bronx gets to play? It's always fun when Bronx is involved. Yeah. Uh but yeah i mean i'm kind of excited and i i I don't know if i should bring this up shouldn't bring this up but i'm going to uh so when we got kadama duo like i said adam got it as part of a kickstarter and it came with another game which is in the family um it's called kokoro uh hold on kokoro avenue of the kadama and it's I'm kind of excited to try this one. So it's a, it's a one to eight player. It has the same characters. 
So the little Kadamas, uh, it has the same features. So like the flowers and the caterpillars and stuff like that. And so the art carries over. Uh, but this is like roll and write style, Ooh. which is quite interesting. I know. Right. And it's funny cause this is, this game's actually from 2017. So it's, it's, it's actually in the middle of these two and roll and writes. I would argue actually probably just started to pick up steam in the last, I don't know, year, maybe a little more, a year and a half. Um, so 2017 is actually quite early for a roll and write style, uh, roll and write style game. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to play this. Um, since we're two floors apart, I can say this. Uh, I took the wrapping off. Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I think Adam's plan was to sell it. Uh, but now that we've played Kadama Duo, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm quite interested in this, in this like other aspect. And I find it also interesting that you can play this game as a one player game, which is also very strange and quite intriguing. So, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's three games in this that I know of in this kind of Kadama family of games from what I can see, Adam, I don't know if you can see any other ones there, but um yeah they're they're pretty cute i'm you build paths to sanctuaries in kokoro right Mm -hmm. i feel like there has to be like some sort of lore behind a kadama like there has to be some sort of something it's got to come from somewhere i feel like this isn't somebody something that somebody just like randomly made up i'm sure there is okay well you talk and i'm gonna look it up fair um i mean like yeah there's there's not a lot more to say like the game is nice the art style is nice it's it's fun it's a really good if you're looking for a really good two-player game i mean it's hard to it's hard to snub this one really um again when i was looking at it i was thinking to myself jesus i would you know it i'd love to not play this game no i i would i would love if i was just playing um, if I was just playing Hanami Koji, but, uh, the more I think about it, like the more, the more it was a really just kind of enjoyable experience. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's good. I I think I, I will probably give this thing like a seven out of 10. Yeah. Seven out of 10. Okay. Well, you are ahead of me. What? I will give you my score when I tell you about this. So Kodama, uh, are spirits in Japanese folklore. There you go. Uh, they are uh, the phenomenon known as... Wait, what? That doesn't make sense. Kadama are spirits in Japanese folklore that inhabit trees. The term is also used to denote a tree in which a Kadama supposedly resides. The phenomenon known as Yamabiko, when sounds make an a delaying echo effect in the mountains and valleys is sometimes attributed to this kind of spirit and may also be referred to as Kodama. I like it when a game comes out of something like it's built from something. It's not just random. It's not just, you know, out of somebody's, I don't know, left medial corner of their brain. I like it when it's based on something and it, and it has like meat to it, I guess. I don't know. Um, The best sentence ever and I'm going to say it because I want to, is these spirits are consi- considered to nimbly bustle about mountains at will. <laughs> nimbly bustle. <laughs> so cute. Uh, nonetheless, 
nimbly. Yeah. It just makes me think that they like waddle. <laughs> it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, I that actually makes me like it more. Now that I know that Kadama is like actually a Japanese folklore and kudos to me for picking up on Japanese. Because uh, <laughs> I'm going to toot my own horn today, apparently. I, yeah, I actually really like this game. Um, it's not... It's not a game that I think that you could play all the time. You would get super bored, I think. Um, But it's kind of that nice, you know, especially with um, the pandemic, right? Like you're kind of, you find yourself watching TV a lot and you find yourself, you know, uh, playing computer games a lot or, you know, some sort of digital something. This is kind of a nice light game that I feel like you can play, you know, on a Monday evening, you know, like we did where it's, you know, it's not super taxing. You don't feel like it's a chore, but it pulls you away from the TV or the games and things like that. Right. And it just kind of puts you in a different, lighter mindset. Uh, And that's kind of, I, that's what I enjoy about this. I, I don't think that you could be upset looking at the art on these cards. They're very cute and they're quite adorable and I, they make me happy. Um, yeah. And I look forward to, to trying Kokoro, which is, you know, uh, like I said, third piece of the, of this little set. Um, I give this, uh, a four out of five. So I'm on a five point scale. Um, neither Adam nor I is willing to give in on our scale. And we've been doing this for so long now that I'm hoping everybody's just gotten used to it. So nonetheless, four out of five for me. If you get the opportunity to play it, absolutely play it. Um, I, I'm i bordering on five with this just because it's small box game. It doesn't take up a whole lot of room. Um, it kind of fills a bit of a niche that's different. I guess, in a sense, um, it's very puzzly in a different way. It's very like, I don't know, almost push your luck ish, but it's also like trying to predict what you think the other person's going to do. I don't know. There's lots of like little fun aspects to it that I quite like. Worst case scenario, you buy the game, you don't like it, and you very easily could probably use the cards to make some pretty cool like art piece on your wall. I'm having a hard time not thinking about doing that myself. I actually really like that idea, but nonetheless, four out of five at minimum. I'm more, I talk about it, the more I'm like aiming towards that five out of five, because really I don't think you can go wrong getting this game and having it. Um, The duo version, if you know, if you, you and your significant other are, you know, stuck indoors during this wonderful little pandemic, um, or the larger version, if you know, if you're looking for a, a light family style game, or um, you know, something like that. I, I, neither one of them you're going to hear me say a whole lot of bad about. So, absolutely, uh, that's me. I, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy we played it, Adam. Good, good. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a good experience. So there you go, guys. Um, four out of five, seven out of ten. Good game, definitely worth uh, picking up. There's lots you can do with it. There's a lot of game here. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's like it's it's gonna be fun if you get a chance to pick it up. Um, 
if you do get a chance to pick it up and get a chance to play it, why don't you uh, why don't you guys tweet at us and let us know what you think about it? Um, you can catch the uh, podcast on Twitter at CGS Podcast. Um, yeah, send us a tweet. Let us know how how you like it. Let us know um, you know what how your how your kadamas appreciated the tree. Um, however, if you are looking to, uh, this is also a really good place. This is also a really good place to go to, um, to provide us with feedback on what you like about the podcast. Uh, give us some constructive criticism, etc., etc. We'd love to hear it, uh, as long as it's constructive. Yeah. Well, tough. Um, yeah, as long as, it's, as long as it's constructive, we'd love to hear it from you. So, uh, if you're looking to get a hold of me personally, you can catch me on social media at for the win f o r t h e w h y n. I am all over the place. You can also catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash for the win. Uh, same deal f o r t h e w h y n. I've taken a little bit of time off, but I am now on my winter break. And with that being said, I will be um, a little more active on Twitch and. Uh, yeah, a little, little more active on Twitch and and hopefully getting some stuff, uh, get some stuff happening. I am playing a lot of Slay the Spire right now, which if you haven't had a chance, it is a deck builder card game that uh, I play a lot. Uh, pretty much every Thursday I'm playing Slay the Spire on Twitch right now at starting at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So come check it out. We might be uh, starting a little bit earlier again with that whole uh, break in between the semesters happening. So yeah, come check me out. Well, my husband stole my thunder. Uh, usually I give you guys the speech about the Twitter, but uh, I don't know. Adam thought he'd do that for me today. So um, you guys can reach me at uh, at Mrs. Wynn, that's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm actually kind of curious to know, uh, how many people have played this, um, and, and what you guys think of it. I'm also kind of curious as to why this game is 14 plus. So if you, uh, if you have some thoughts about why this potentially would be bad for anybody under the age of 14, I'd be quite curious to know. Uh, and like Adam said, uh, he, you know, can't take away all my thunder, but, um, make sure you get a hold of us at CGS podcast on Twitter. We'd love to hear what you like, what you don't like. Um, and if there's anything you think that we should try, especially Adam and I for our old date nights, um, you know, we've, we've always been ones to, to kind of try to keep an eye out for those two player games. And, uh, and especially now we know that there's a lot of people at home with just two people. And, you know, if you have something that you like and you think we will, or if, you know, um, you guys are curious about a game, let us know and, uh, we'll see what we can do to play it and let you guys know what we think about it. Uh, yeah. I have a feeling that the next time we do a date night, it's going to be something like Bioshock. Very different. Yeah, yeah, Siege of Columbia. That yeah. one's been sitting in the wings for a player. while. So I think we might have to take, you know, a little more serious of a turn next time. Oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, I think that's it. Oh, you can also actually, you know, go super old school and uh, send us an email, collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. Uh, you know, uh, myself and Thomas do keep an eye on that. So if you have any questions, if for whatever reason, what you want to tell us can't be out in the public air, you know, send us an email. 
Okay, guys, there you go. Um, maybe you have now found something that you are going to bust out on your next uh, two-player date night while we try to um, get ourselves through the COVID times. Um, while we're at it, just, you know, stay vigilant, my friends. The vaccines are starting to come out, but we are uh, not out of the woods yet. Keep wearing masks, washing your hands, doing all that sort of stuff, socially distancing, and uh, hopefully we can get back to in-person gaming and everything else sooner rather than later. Um, with that being said, yeah, guys, on behalf of myself and Debbie, we will uh, we will catch up with you next time, hopefully with the, the rest of the team, and we will uh, be talking about something awesome. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.